This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer and I'm Barry Rosenfeld. It is Friday. It's it an exciting Friday. day. It's an exciting day. <laughs> we're switching it up a little bit. We're Today we're talking about below the deck <laughs> sailing yacht in Real Housewives of Dallas because you know Full what? disclosure, we're recording this a day in advance. So hey, we're going to talk. Tell <laughs> well, the people need to know we're going to talk about Summer House on Monday. So don't worry. We're not... Um, we're not shortchanging our summer house hotties. Yes. We're, just, we're just switching up the schedule a little bit. Basically, we're actors. We're actors because we're you actors. would not even know that it was really Thursday when we were saying it's Friday. You know, sometimes I just don't want DMs that are like, you guys didn't talk about summer house this week because we will. Trust and believe we will. Right, we'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> like, um, okay. But we have a lot going on. Like, yesterday's episode if you haven't listened we talked about all things jen shaw um we also got the reunion looks for real housewives of atlanta barry oh. what are your thoughts on those reunion looks it's a little bit of dungeon inspo right. here's my question now because it's just like now ongoing themes every franchise are they yeah. told what color to wear yeah like okay yeah. Okay, you but it was never like that. Everyone on Potomac just showed up in yellow. No, I know that, but it was <laughs> never like that. Like, we would always look forward to everyone's looks, which I still do, obviously. But I like when everyone has their own look. Well, I think it varies season to season. Like, sometimes they're given, like, a color <laughs> palette to choose from. I'm sorry, I'm um, laughing. Like, imagine they did all show up in that yellow dress, like, and they didn't know. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we've seen all black. We've seen all white. Um, Dallas last year was like black and red, I think. I don't know. It's. I think it's fun to have a little bit of a theme. It's interesting to see like Candy fully went dungeon, dungeon. whereas everybody else was like sexy black dress. It's fun to have a theme when you know they're just not all getting along and they have <laughs> to coordinate. Is that evil? I love that. <laughs> Still waiting for the day when two people show up in the same dress, but you know, they probably do have to get it approved. I they do because I remember we're not in the same category right now, but when prom was happening, I remember it was the greatest idea ever where someone made a Facebook group oh, the Facebook and they group. were, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, cause you don't want to show up to prom in the same dress as someone, but Especially and there's obviously someone like hotter than you. Yeah. And there's also obviously a lot more people in your graduating class than the cast of a housewife franchise i don't know real housewives of atlanta has quite a few friends of at this point that's <laughs> so true they extended the reunion like there's an extra eight, row of eight benches. people i'm excited okay let's let's talk about below deck sailing um this charter <laughs> just just doesn't let it won't up won't end 
So we still have it's the main guy's name is Barry, and then it's like his husband and okay, his Okay, say boyfriend it with a little bit more enthusiasm, please. A million what kids is, and what is his name? Barry. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> he thank you. <laughs> so the the charter continues. Dinner the dinner the first night was not great. We had the steak issue and the food was late. And then, you know, breakfast the next morning doesn't go a whole lot better. Um <laughs> All right. The thing with this specific charter is, and I know the part we don't see on any of these below deck shows are the, is the scheduling. You like, you know, they sit down and like chat first. We've seen the chef sit down with them. They, they pick specific times they want to mm-hmm. eat. They do this for a reason. And I feel like these charter guests just don't understand that concept. Like there's preparation involved and there's all moving parts. So like when they choose to eat at a certain time, and they show up earlier or later, like it does affect the way that the crew is working, you know, and then I feel bad that it makes the crew look bad. I, okay. That's the thing. When, when he was saying that they all want to get their steak at the same time, that is 100%. Oh yeah. Correct. That is the way that it should happen. Mm -hmm. But if you sit down with the crew and agree that lunch is going to be at two 30 and you show up at two being like, we're ready for lunch now. It's like, so okay, um, sit tight. Like, okay, wh- so what? Like, it's one thing to it's one thing for the crew to do their best to be flexible and accommodating, but that only the flexibility only goes so far. Like, if you wanted the lunch at two thirty, you can't really be angry that it's not done at two, because like, why would you? Why would you have all the food ready thirty minutes early? That would be like. Whatever. Yeah, the, yeah, it's the food, but we've seen this before is always the biggest issue on these on this show. Like, yeah, always, I have to say Natasha, Natasha kind of screwed the pooch with breakfast when <laughs> <laughs> Barry orders a poached egg and without checking in or asking or anything, she just assumes that means he wants hollandaise sauce with it, which I understand that like poached eggs a lot of the time means you want eggs benedict but that's not what he said and i feel like it's it's so weird to just assume that and i feel like he definitely knows the difference he would know if he wanted eggs benedict or not but here's the thing that annoys me i think daisy is a great um chief stew but she did it again where instead Mm. of telling natasha no she was like okay let me just do it but like don't do that don't don't yeah. Put yourself in that position. You know it's wrong. So who cares if you get in a fight with her? Now the charter guest got pissed. Like, I know that she did that because she knew the charter guest was going to get pissed and, like, make her look better. But still, like, just... We're just, also getting a little bit... That. Two times this episode, Natasha has an issue, and then Daisy goes to Captain Glenn. and We don't like to lets- see that. Let's him know what's going on in the galley. And I think there is a fine line of making sure that the captain is aware of kind of what's going on and being kind of like ratting someone out. Yeah. And I think that Daisy at best is um, walking on that line. Mm -hmm. And I think this episode, she probably dips a little bit into the territory of like, did that really need to be brought up to Captain Glenn? Yeah. And like 
of course, Natasha walked in on them, which I say all the time. Like, do you not know where to go to talk shit about people on this boat? Like, I just, it doesn't make sense to me. And then, so she walks in and then all of a sudden they're, Captain Glenn even like defended Daisy and they're like, no, like she's just telling me in case the charter says that, in, in case the charter guest says anything to me. And it's like, no, that wasn't why she was telling you. She was telling you because right. she I doesn't mean, really I don't like think her. it's like, I don't think it's like the worst, you know, horrible thing in the world for Daisy to be telling this stuff to Glenn, but it's like, it's not like really necessary. It's not necessary, but here's the thing. I think Daisy's doing it because now she's seeing a pattern and I think she's like, you know what? Natasha really isn't good at her job. Like I'm going to start telling Captain Glenn so I can start like reporting this because it's getting to the point totally. where it's like annoying. But the thing about Natasha is, can you please just confirm with the guests? You don't know everything and that's fine. People are from different cultures. They eat different things. What you know might not be what someone else eats. Like, so right, just like when ask someone the says they want a poached egg, like, just say, like, do you want any sauce with that? Like, <laughs> I could do hollandaise or no. Like, guys, once again, Dylan and I just solve all of the problems that occur on these boats, like one after another. It's just we know everything about it. You know what I wouldn't be able to solve, though, is how to what? fix the tender. Like, Not those, at all. The hoses or, or whatever. Or the uh-uh. sail. Or the, the sail. Oh, oh, please. <laughs> no. We're solving We're solving the domestic disputes. Please. We're solving, um, you know, the stew, the stew issues. Um, we're not solving anything technical with the boat. Um, I may speak not. too soon, but you know what we haven't seen an issue with, which I'm very surprised the what? laundry. The laundry. We've we've not seen an issue with the laundry. I'm You're nervous. Right. <laughs> right. Like like how many episodes before Allie like blows up the dryer? Like it, <laughs> it has to be coming or like the iron starts a fire. Like, you know, we can't make it through a whole season of a below deck show without any laundry issues. Right. So we do also have to talk about this. I don't want to call it a beach picnic because that's not even what it was. Like, I think they were just going to the beach for like a pre-lunch lunch. They were just going to hang out and have sandwiches. That's it. Their sandwiches looked like something I used to have on a camp trip on a school bus, like where they're been take one and pass it. It had. A- well, I think they originally were going to have they wanted to have lunch on the beach. And I like that Daisy is really talking them out of it. She's like, you know, you could do whatever you want, but I really think lunch is much nicer on the boat. And they're like. Okay. Uh, okay. Like if it's if it's that much nicer on the boat, I guess we'll do it on the boat. It is borderline though, like weird how obsessed they are. No, it's a joke, but they really do love JL. Like they want him with them at all times. Yeah. And JL's like, can someone please get this fucking tender fixed so we can like Right. JL's like, I'm I'm really just trying to get the get the boat fixed. Like I'm doing my yeah. best, but leave well, me alone. They do, they are a bit of um, I don't want to say they're demanding, but they're high. No, they're they're demanding. They're de- okay, they're I think, demanding. <laughs> I think they're demanding, but the problem is they seem the way they ask for things is like the bigger problem. So like yes! there have been a couple times when they were being ridiculous, like saying they wanted the sandwiches or like sitting down 30 minutes early for lunch. Like that is a little bit like overboard. But most of the time it's like, yeah, like of course you wanted your steaks at the same time, but the way you're asking is like kind of asshole-ish. And I'm sorry, but he's done it a few times also where he like asks the crew and he even asked Captain Glenn. They're like, what? so what else do you guys have for us to do here? And it's like, this isn't a day camp. Like where they, what you are on a yacht where you're just sailing through Croatia. So Captain Glenn was like, we have paddle boards 
and um, this view is really nice. Like, and they're not like impressed with anything. So it's like, also, I don't really know what they wanted. They wanted to play Scrabble. Like, I don't know what they wanted their options to be. I can't it, stress enough that this is like a two day charter. So it's I like, know. you're having all these meals, you're sailing, you're going on the beach picnic. There are water toys. Like, how many more activities do you need? Like, you're just relaxing for two days. Like, just chill out. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, let's let's talk about Real Housewives of Dallas. Okay, so this episode I feel like was pretty chill until the last like 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden I was angry. Oh my, you were, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get, I know we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there, but we have to start off with the sweetest little tea party we ever did see Tiffany threw a little, uh, tea party for her twins. They're turning six. Yeah. Six. Six. Yeah. Maddie and Chloe are dance moms inspired names. Yes. And like they went to one of the hotel rooms that they own and well, the hotels, one of the rooms in the hotels that they own with. And then um, Tiffany's mother was there and it was so sweet. They got their hair and makeup done and they were, it was just them in their little room with their scones and their tea. It was very I sweet. This. I thought, I mean, obviously it's a big privilege that you own a hotel that you can just like go mm-hmm. hang out in. But I thought this was such a, such a great idea yeah. for like a COVID conscious birthday party for two little girls that it was just them. Like there weren't. Oh a whole lot of people there but it, it was very nice it felt special and yeah. those girl, those girls are so cute they're adorable i love one um tiffany's mom i don't do we know her name i i don't think i just i mean i don't want to sure. call her by her name but i don't know it but she mama whenever moon. they yeah mama <laughs> whenever they give her oh no is that her last name i don't know they give oh, the red no, envelopes and tiffany the amount of times tiffany is like you don't open the envelope in front of the person hundred. who gives it to you <laughs> oh my god it's hilarious i know it's a hundred <laughs> um it's my okay, birthday then- i'll tell them what my birthday is we start to get an inkling. So after Tiffany's mom seemed so supportive of her decision to take one day a week off last episode, she's kind of asking some more questions. She's like, how, how do your benefits work? Like, and Tiffany is sort of telling us that it's not surprising to her that her mom is maybe not quite as supportive as she is pretending to be, which I think, I think that's super relatable that like there are times in your life when your parent or somebody else close to you, like knows that they need to say the right thing, but you can tell that that's not actually like fully how they feel. I 100% agree. And I, I get, I see where Tiffany's coming from. I see her mom, but the thing about this one scene in particular is I didn't think that Tiffany's mom was doing anything wrong. To be honest, like she even cleared that up after she was asking about her, like, health then like her medical um benefits and and tiffany just thought like in general and then that was like kind of a miscommunication because tiffany was like oh no i still get like my benefit i still have like my medical benefits. Right, like health insurance like, like yeah like so i feel like she wasn't just taught them her mom wasn't just like asking big picture like your benefits like of the actual job but um so i think that was just like a miss but yeah i mean it's the conversation like with 
I don't know. We've talked about this a lot. I mean, Tiffany even mentioned like to her, she was like, she has a surface level relationship with her mom, right. which is understandable, you know, like not but everyone. Interesting. So we see her at Mama D's house, which I, it's so funny that they, that they have a scene without Deandra present. Cause it's it, clearly they, ha- I mean, Tiffany says that Mama D is like a second mother to her, which great. Well, um, again, we've said this from the beginning. This is how we were introduced to Tiffany and we still don't know how they know each other. Please. But it's interesting because watching them, talk i feel like tiffany a lot of what she's describing about her relationship with her own mom and a lot of what d is saying to her i feel like deandra probably would have a lot of the same complaints about her relationship with her mom and i think exactly it's one of those things where it's almost like d because of like the distance that she has from tiffany's situation she is like more supportive of Tiffany than she is of Deandra because we know I've heard Deandra talk about how she doesn't feel super supported by her mom. She doesn't feel like she has that loving relationship with her that she wishes she did. And it's interesting because we're seeing D kind of give Tiffany advice about this. Whereas, you know, if Deandra brought up the same thing about her, she'd be like, well, Deandra, what do you want from me? Like, I can only give you so much as you're like, I've given you everything. Like they legitimately each want, what the other person is at. So like mm-hmm. Tiffany wants the advice from her mom. She's getting it from Deandra and uh, from D and Deandra wants the support from D that she's giving Tiffany. It's like a web, but it's the opposite. They want so it from all, each other. <laughs> so all Deandra has is uh, Darren, the shaman and her <laughs> horny husband. <laughs> I loved when they were trying to, when Deandra and Jeremy were trying to have this romantic date night and the fire alarm kept going off. Like <laughs> I love them as a cop. I think it's very Same. funny. I'm I'll say it once I've said a hundred times. I'm really enjoying Deandra this season. Like she is in her element. Me too. Me too. I think not only is she being great and supportive to Tiffany who obviously needs it in this group, but I think in her, in her solo scenes, she just has this energy that is really, it's really refreshing. She feels like, I don't know, just like a, a weight has been lifted off her shoulders. This yes. Season. And the ener- exact energy seems like I don't give a fuck about anything. I am yeah. living my life. That's what the energy yes. is coming off of. Exactly. Okay. So before we get to the end of the episode, which is definitely the most dramatic part, we got to talk about Court and Cam. Oh, smiling and this- ear to ear the entire time. I don't know about you, but I was, this was mm. very, it was cute. Okay, so 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 Court tells us at the beginning of the episode that he has the dream house under contract and he wants to take Cam to tour it one more time but not tell her that they basically have it. I mean, listen, they have a weird relationship. They are not my ideal couple. They obviously (laughs) do. But then, so he's taking her and she's getting pissed because he's saying that, you know, it's not under contract anymore. And she thinks, so basically he's like tricking her into thinking that they lost the house, but they're still going to tour it anyway, which of course she doesn't want to do that. But then he's like, it's not under contract because we own it. Okay. But Dylan, like court was like, we have a really fun like relationship. We always play pranks on each other. I'm like, you do? You too? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we've never okay. seen that before. You've oh. been on the show for four seasons, and I don't <laughs> feel like you've showed us that side. But okay, I have to say, this I was cringing at the whole idea of this because the whole season, Cameron has been saying she wants to be more involved, she wants to be included, she wants to know what's going on with this process. And then he ends up not doing that and doing it behind her back. But then at the end of the day, she still seems like 
so surprised and happy and appreciative. And it's like, I want to be mad. But at the same time, I'm like, if she's not mad, I'm not going to be mad on her behalf. So, okay, because I think he was doing whatever. something cute by surprising her. Or was he surprising her and doing that so he didn't have to have her involved in the process? It, yeah, it's like a chicken or the egg. It's like, yeah. yes, it's a it's a fun surprise. But if the intention behind the surprise was to not have to deal with Cameron. Then... Yeah, it, it was very sweet, though. Like, I actually, yeah. because we don't see this that often, like, it was very, like, sweet to see their relationship and, like, um, Cameron took her seatbelt off. She was ready to get out of the moving vehicle. Like she was oh dead serious. Didn't want to see this, but I'm happy for her. Hopefully we get to see more. Of- she was like, oh, how am I going to clean this side of the counter? I was like, enough. Let's move on. And scene. Let's be real. <laughs> it's a gorgeous home. It's beautiful. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Okay, so they're getting ready to go on this RV trip to Oklahoma, which the fact that all these women are like afraid of Oklahoma is hilarious, but that we'll save that for. Next well, I love that that Stephanie is like low key, like outdoor, like she lo- like is she loves this yeah, lifestyle. She's like, like I'm from camping. Oklahoma, like who yeah. cares? We're in the RV. Brandy's gonna drive it, but so they're packing for the trip, and Brandy and Deandra have spoken on the phone that they need to have a conversation and kind of clear the air about this whole sister in Christ nonsense, and then. Brandy gets this page six notification 
And the article is like, Deandra says RHOD will address Brandy's racist video head on and blah, 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 blah. And she immediately takes this as that Deandra has made some personal attack on her and that Deandra's out here talking shit about her basically. Mm-hmm. And that is like, so not what happened. And I think the way she reacts to it is like, just shows how little she actually has learned from this whole experience. Well, because anyone would either pick up the phone and be like, or text her text. She chose that route. What would be like, Hey, I just an article. Can we talk? Like, can you let me know like what was said? What did you mean? Like, I just thought like I wanted to clear the air, but hers, like she went straight to like attack mode. And she immediately says, I saw that it's disgusting. I can't talk to you right now. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, and then what do you want? And then um, we'll go back when they all showed up at Stephanie's house. That was exactly what we were just talking about. Deandra's energy. Deandra knew that Br- mm-hmm. Brandy needed to say something to her and she was just waiting for it. And she and her right. exact. It was like, tell me what you want to say. I don't really, right. really like, want to hear me, it. Tell me what I did to make you so upset, because that's literally not what happened. And then and- in chimes carry, because why not? <laughs> Yeah, it's it is wild. So Deandra says in her confessional, which I think is a really great way to look at it. She's like, since when is is talking about or acknowledging someone's racist video worse than making a racist video? And I think I totally understand why this is a a touchy subject for Brandy and why she feels like vulnerable about it because of course it's I, I mean she has been through this whole ordeal. She clearly has been struggling with mental health stuff, but the way Deandra explains it, she's like, I was doing this interview completely unrelated to that. They asked me if we were going to address it. And I said, yes, basically that's all it is. And these women, I mean, Brandy has been on this show for five seasons. She knows that when you do an interview, they're going to pull whatever to make the headline, to make it sound the most interesting. That's just how this stuff works. I'm clickbait now. I'm literally sitting here wondering, like, did Brandy even read the article? Because, like, literally, Deandra's like, I wasn't talking about you. Like, I answered a question truthfully, but, like, Brandy, Deandra wasn't, like, doing an interview where she was talking about how Brandy's racist. So it's just, it shows that Brandy, like, hasn't actually done the work to understand why it was harmful because she still can't acknowledge that it was harmful. She's like, how dare you say that it was racist? And it's like, you should be at the point where you can say the video was racist, but I am better than that. And I'm moving forward. And the fact that Carrie is still like, Deandra, you need to take accountability. It's like, Deandra is not the one here who has the accountability to take. Like Carrie will find any moment to like, get Deandra like and like you know that she's the but the thing is that Brandy was upset because she's like you took this away from me like I've been I think she did like without saying that she's been trying to work and like you know move past this I think that was the wrong terms though to use move past it but like kind of just like well for her um 
and now it's like all coming back, but in a negative way. So she was and like, like I, yeah, I wanted she's to like, like DeAndre, you got this. my, you got my moment in the press type of thing where yeah, it's like, like that, the way she was wording <sighs> it, I think wasn't coming out the way she wanted it to, but I got what she was saying where she's like, you're bringing light to this again, but in not the way it needs to be. And so, yeah, um, I, I don't, I don't feel for her, but like, I understand kind of what she, um, what she was saying, but yeah, DeAndre was like, this is what I did. It didn't hurt you. Let's move on because whatever. But then they got into this whole conversation about DeAndre being selfish. And I was like, again, how did we go from this conversation to DeAndre being selfish? Right. And Carrie's like, well, everyone says you're selfish, so it must be true. And I, I, I love the way DeAndre stood up for herself where she said, I know that I'm not selfish. So if everyone is saying that, I don't feel like it's because I'm selfish. I feel like it's because you're ganging up on me. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want me to be here, I can leave. And we end on that cliffhanger. This is going to be a super interesting little RV trip, I got to say. I don't think um, Deandra's selfish, by the way. No, I mean, okay. The thing is, like, to me... <laughs> and that's my opinion. To me, like, there's such a difference between being, like, someone who is self-centered sometimes because I think we all are. You know, like everybody looks out for themselves. Like everybody can kind of get caught up in whatever's going on with them. But I don't think she's like a selfish person in a negative way. You know, like they're trying to make it sound like this is some like evil quality to be like thinking about yourself. I don't know. But let's just, let's just get into our grab the skinny pop moments of the day Mm -hmm. because it's time. Endless entertainment always calls for endless popcorn. And luckily, every kernel of Skinny Pop is so light, crunchy, and delicious that we can eat it by the handful or even the bagful. And trust me, we needed the whole bag this week. So Barry, what moment made you grab the Skinny Pop from this episode? I'm going to go more fun with my Skinny Pop moment. And Mm -hmm. I grabbed it for when Deandra and Jeremy got in that pool fully clothed. And I was like, "Mm -mm -mm, (laughs) what is going to happen next? I was like, thought they were going to get real esteem in there, but I just loved seeing that. It was a very cute date night. And like, you know what? We love to see affection. Okay. My grab the skinny pop moment was also at Deandra's house, but a, a very different moment when they broke that fourth wall and Deandra got the text from Brandy and she's walk she walks up the stairs and the producer's like, Deandra, where are you going? Like, we're we're like hanging out down here <laughs> to film. And she's like, I don't want to do this. This trip is gonna be a mess. They're all gonna be ganging up on me. I think she's right. And I think it was really interesting that they showed it in that way of her talking about kind of the way the show is gonna go and not just like brandy specifically um definitely yeah. needed all the skinny pop for that moment i totally agree and you can grab skinny pop yourself at retailers nationwide or go to the shop now page on skinnypop.com this was wow what a week we have made it <laughs> it I, felt touch and go for a minute this was so a legitimately help. bravo packed news week a bravo packed news week for sure mm-hmm. um we will be back, of course, next week. Don't miss Monday. We'll be talking about Atlanta and Summer House. Don't forget. In the meantime, you can rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches, and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. 
Guest Booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.